All right, Gloucester, welcome back. We are so happy to have you here in our rainy, rainy Friday here on KPN. Welcome to Fishtown Local. And I've got a local superstar with me today, <laughs> Mr. John Ronan. I'm looking around to see who that yeah, is. Who you well, about? you can look around and see yourself on every video, every picture, star of stage, screen, and playwright of the stage. John, welcome. Thank you for inviting me, Gordon. It's good <laughs> right. to be here. Well, since you are a pinnacle of Gloucester history. How did you get to Gloucester? Were you from here? Uh, no. I uh, was born in San Diego, grew up around Chicago, uh, but I got a job teaching at North Shore Community College in oh. 73. In Beverly? In Beverly. And you, but you lived and here? The first, no. Oh. The first apartment I looked at and liked was in Magnolia. And I fell in love with Gloucester. Oh, I visited Gloucester. Yeah, but, but you up, stayed in but, Magnolia ever since. Well, I was for a short time at downtown. I was okay. in West Gloucester for a short time, but I'm back in Magnolia, and I've been there for about 30 years now. Well, so, I uh, I found Gloucester and I found Magnolia, and I've been there almost continually ever well, since. That's fantastic. Love the city. And have you? Well, let's see. You were poet laureate in the 80s. 90s? Yes. Something like that. Oh, it, was, uh, it was the Gus Foote era, whatever the, the it was. The aughts. Yeah, the, the aughts. The aughts. Oh, oh, I like that. That's what my wife tells me all the time, what I ought to be doing uh -huh. instead of what I am doing. Uh, well, right. um, I have always uh, kind of viewed you a little bit as a mentor because you have an incredibly high number of TV shows. For those <laughs> that don't know, well, tell us about your show because well, I don't want to do the talk. I have a show called The Writer's Block with John Ronan, and I've had it on, well, we're just finishing our 28th year uh, for 17, 18. In fact, I think the last show, the last two shows are running right now uh, this month in March wow. uh, for the 28th year. God. And, um, well, can I ask you what number? Do You, you must three, have a number, don't you? I don't know. Yeah. It's 350-something <laughs> like think. that. Because you got to do 10 uh, a year, and you probably do well, more. We, we do 13 a year yeah, now. there you go. It's been up and it's been down, uh, but we do lately 13 a year, wow. and we're up in the mid-300s, I think. <laughs> So, so you don't repeat shows, or well, you do when well, they're not new. You'll re rerun. Well, we this have year, reruns so. uh, yeah. original shows during the fall and spring. Yeah, and then we rerun during the year. I mean, during the, excuse me, during the summer. Yes, and early September we rerun that season's wow. shows, and then we go into the new season in the fall again. Well, I'm way back behind you. I'm, I'll never catch up. I am 221. I'm working on, but. But mine don't, don't. I don't get to just turn the camera on and then use. You know, if the thing's done, I, I edit. You know, I have to yeah. shoot all the stuff. It takes about an hour to get a minute. So well, yeah, <laughs> my my time spent. Uh, my principal prep time spent reading. That's right. I'll and bet. Uh, so once I get versed in what I'm going to talk about, yes, and with the author, I'm, I'm I'm pretty set. And the production people here are wonderful. So I, I. Now, uh, after all these years, I kind of just walk in and sit down and talk. I'll bet. So it's, well, it um, works very well. So you'll usually read most of, if not all, the work of oh, yes. the person. You, oh, oh, yes. So that's oh, why yes. you need a month to get ready for them. Well, 13, yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple of weeks wow. anyway. Yeah. Good for it's, you. It's, well, I, um, I try to read everything, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah. I put, sometimes when my schedule is really tight, I might might skim a chapter, yes, but I yeah. try to read everything. Yeah. Well, I came on your show once. <laughs> I was on, it was sort of a TV theme thing because it was with Greg. Uh, help me out. Greg. What was his name? The gentleman who did Save Cape Ann, Saving Cape Ann. 
Oh, Greg. Uh, he was on with the yoga lady, which would be Janet Garrison. Janet Garrison. And then... And yes, I re- that was... That was a few years ago, wasn't it? That was very few years ago. But the funny thing was, I knew what you were heading for, because it's a writer's block. And you were trying to get to the theme of how do you use writing or reading as your planning. And in your show, and of course, both of them did not get the thing. And so every time you try to return to that, they're, no, we don't do any writing. No, (laughs) no, we don't write anything down. It's like, no, I just drive around. I just shoot Cape Ann and all that. And so I was trying to say, no, well, my, some of my ideas come from writing. So, blah, blah, blah. Well, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. I can't remember everybody who was on that show. It's about 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, it may have been... Um, Greg, uh, he did Save in Cape Ann. Paul, may have been Paul Germain. It uh, might have been Greg Smith. It might have been Smith, but whatever. He was the star for a while, but how fast? I can't even remember the running back on the Patriots from well, before, uh, you, right. know, yeah, to, yeah. you know, Maroney yeah. or whatever his name yeah. was. Yeah. Well, that show's been going on for 28 years, and i got to say, oh, I, I still I really love it. Oh, it's God. really fun. I got the idea when I was on a similar show in Albany, New York. Uh, this is 89, 90. Yeah. And uh, I was interviewed by somebody on local oh. access television. And you were the guest. I was the guest. Yeah. And on the way back, I thought, well, maybe I could do this in Gloucester. And I, uh, I came in and talked to Seneca Nagello. Of course. Who was the director oh, then she. for many years. Built wonderful, wonderful yeah. artist and uh, director. Yeah. Uh, and I said, I think, I said, I have this idea for the show. And she didn't let me finish this, <laughs> the paragraph. She said, when do you want to start? <laughs> That's great. And I, uh, I started. Well, so, I, I I cut my teeth under Seneca, and she was a great leader. I was on the board for her when we bought the thing, and uh, I mean, not we didn't buy the people acquired Cape Ann TV, yeah. and so for a second I was her boss after her being my <laughs> boss for years. Yeah, but she was just fabulous, and she was interested in everything. She had tremendous and, energy. I mean, yeah. she not only directed, but she had her own show, and yeah. she's a very accomplished artist and busy, yeah. busy in her. Well, in I don't her, want to get in trouble, but when she did Cape Ann Report, I'm sorry. It was incisive, it was topical, it dealt with the issues of the day, and she would ask, occasionally, the hard question. <laughs> Whereas, when they handed it off, it is a press release show now. Because I actually was guest host for about ten times, and I was instructed after a while, do not... Because I had Eric Smith, the new fire guy, and so I asked him, after we did all the niceties, why he was... thought. You know, he could deal with the union problems because the chief was always kind of uh, not yeah, part yeah, of the yeah, union. Yeah. There was a certain... And the producer just went, you know, tried to say, cut, cut, cut. And, of course, Eric loved the question. He goes, well, I'm glad you asked me that. Because for years, I tried to ignore it. And then I realized I had to dive in in Michigan. And I dealt with these problems. And we actually sat good, down. Good, and good. so he goes, so I feel really part of this group. And I feel like I can deal with you. And, of course, he has. He has been, you know, you don't hear anything about the fire chiefs up here and everybody else is down yeah, there. Yeah, right. And uh, so it was a great question. And I got fired after that. I got legacy. He goes, you can't ask those kinds of questions. This is like a PR thing. They let the guests talk about. So, um, You also had a wonderful play that I was lucky enough to be part of. Uh, we did it in Gloucester. We did the West End Theater. The okay. Yates Game. The Yates Game, yes. Now, hey, I remember you're a good actor and a well, singer, and uh, I'm impressed by your multi-aspect uh, <laughs> of talent. Uh, 
And I do remember uh, that production here. And then... Uh, well, but I want to ask you, how did you ever think of writing that? Because it was almost like from the 80s, where everything was so wild, morals-wise. <laughs> and that's what this game was. They would play this game, and it was almost like Jumanji that, or well, whatever. That, that play is still in, <laughs> in, uh, in rewrite. Revisit, and the, yeah. the new title is Sex and the Dead. I've dropped the uh, oh. direct reference to Yates. Well, because yeah, because it's, it's not anyone here as lofty as Yates, yeah. and I don't want to yeah. mislead people. So it's called Sex and the Dead, and it's out again. But so, I am now going to church every Sunday with uh, my wife in that play. Um, and I just went blank. Uh, Peter and uh, Peter Burkerat and his wife, his wonderful. Um, Whatever. You know, we're both doing the same thing. We're going blank. But she uh, was my wife in there. I got in big trouble with you because the first weekend we opened and we did the play and the people, my wife was in there and my daughters were there and said they got to the second. We couldn't figure out who was married to who. Just like you said, sex and the whatever it sex was. Sex and the dead. And the dead. So uh, we got no applause. We got no laughs. At halftime, even, there was no applause for the break. The next night, I added two words. And I said, oh, blah, blah, blah. We were looking in the, in the coffin. In the video, and I said, but it's not, you know, Dorothy, my wife. And from then on, people figured out who was married to who. And we got so many laughs, and we got almost a standing O at the halftime. And because um, my wife had said, you can't, you can't do it like that. Nobody knows who's who. But you got very angry at me. And you should have for adding two words without asking. I should have said, don't you think people will understand better? And, uh, well, somebody's trying to get in our studio, but we're so important. They're making the guy go around the other side. Ha! That's John Ronan. When you have John Ronan on board, you send the other guys away. So that uh, went to Boston. And was that Boston Playwrights Theater? Um, yes. Oh. Yes. And how did it run but, there? Uh, it got some decent reviews. Yeah. Uh, I uh, later did some rewrite, and we did a production in New off, 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 off Broadway in New York. No, you took that play with the same actors as the Boston. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, you recast each side. Recasting, yeah. Did you go equity? It, it, it got no, no. Oh, oh good. No. This is really low. Yeah, that would be low five thousand bucks. I mean, a I week. can't tell you yeah. how many offs you need yeah. before uh, the Broadway to describe. Well, the interesting thing was, was Linda was equity, but I think she was doing it as. Oh, um, she was not doing it as. as I'm saying as a side no, project, yeah, 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 as was um, Michael. Yeah. So um, it's it's in rewrite. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on some other things. Yeah. But I, I like playwriting because it's communal. It gets yeah. me out of the poetry isolation, which I like. It is like poetry like. in a way. But it, it can be. Yeah. It can be, yeah. And yeah. the way you can also control things uh, in a way where you're heading for something. And the play was really very complex and very layered. And little, there was a lot of insight. Too complex, <laughs> too layered. You've got to be really, this is hard to, to realize when you're a poet. That's one of the things I've learned. In the, the plays have to be really upfront and understandable, at least on their immediate level, yes. uh, right away. Yes. Poetry depends on not being That's understandable <laughs> immediately. Yeah. So it's just yeah, kind of a reverse, uh, and you have to engage people immediately. I, just, I was just reading uh, Arcadia, uh, which is a fabulous play, um, and the first line is this girl student speaking to her mentor says, uh, Septimus, what is carnal knowledge? <laughs> That's the first line of the play. The first line, of, and you're hooked. 
<laughs> Talk Tom. about cooking the audience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. It's Tom Stopper played. Wonderful, oh. wonderful play. Oh. But you got to do that. And, 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 and it's, so yeah, he was it's a man of the theater, theater, so he and, knew. <laughs> yes, yes. And it's the opposite of what a poet does. Yeah. You know, you just hint and draw That's people right. in and leave leave mystery. And then there, there has to be mystery in dramas yeah. as well, thematic mystery. But you've got to have on the top level, you've got to engage people and yeah. engage them quickly. Hey, I well, remember when you were poet poet laureate, and then let's see, there was a really funny, strange period where somebody suddenly said, "Oh, well, let's have a term limit or something," and suddenly uh, Rufus was in there, and suddenly they said, "No, we want to keep John," and so then you, Rufus, didn't wasn't the poet laureate. Am I going back too far? Uh, no, that's yeah. Yeah, that was a little. There was a little controversy. There. But was the that pe- the counselors the, who the, suddenly went? Let's the people who were upset didn't seem there? to know what yeah. was going on. Yeah. That, well, when when I was nominated by Gus, yeah. who, who created oh, the created post it. of yeah. poet laureate, and John Bell uh, went right along with it. There was yeah. absolutely. Yeah. There, there was no uh, procedure for uh, term um, limits or for, yeah. There was no procedure yeah. for finding a, yeah. a poet laureate, and then they wanted to appoint me, and they asked the. The uh, art committee just to, to yeah. say good, yeah. and the art committee ignored them and <laughs> did their own thing. And the council got increasingly angry. Ah. This this woman who was chairing didn't even live here full time, and so they came to a vote. And the council said, "No, Ronan's going to be our our uh, poet laureate." Yeah. And I I got counselors. One of them called me you and can't said, do that. "One of them called me and said, don't you dare withdraw.'" Uh, she, exactly. She because I I thought you know I don't want a political hassle. And she said she was pissed off. Well, she was usually really it's off. a life tendency for a poet well, laureate in uh, America. Well, yeah. uh, it was for uh, Vincent. Yeah. Because That's nobody right. nobody thought of it, but they yeah. realized later that was a mistake. Yeah. And sometimes it's nationally. I think it's two years. Oh, uh, oh some, is it? Some towns, yeah. some towns it's two, four, five. I think it uh, should be longer than two because you want to... You ha- when they change every two years, you feel like, well, I didn't even... Well, it's four now. Oh, it's four. I think. Okay. But, uh, um, you know... Um, uh, well, if you have Michael seven, Peter Todd died. Yeah. Well, that's he, right. And I so and there's nobody, yeah. nobody's been reappointed. Yeah. Since? And, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't like it when they felt they had to change it so much that I suddenly, people I'd never heard of, and or, you know, you want to have a certain amount of time for the Poet Laureate to kind of fill the space. Yeah, I think and, so. you know, it, 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 when I see someone every two years, I go, who's that? I'd never heard of them. And then well, I was like, did I take the time to get to know them before they were, the next guy came? Uh, that's one of the under, underlying yeah. uh, nitty-gritty problems of well, a town. It's not a great city yeah. and, not, and population yeah. like Gloucester. Uh, if you have a, a two or four year limit, then you're going to run out of qualified people pretty quickly. <laughs> okay, well, that's right. Yeah. And too bad they can't go back and say, like, well, we're going to do emeritus for two years. So Charles Olson, even though the person never did it, we're going to celebrate Olson and he'll have a surrogate who will study, bring out the Olson that is much. Yeah, well, I think a Paul Laurie should yeah. do things like that. Yeah. I tried to be busy. That's right. While I was in the office, I started a scholarship and I. Uh, that's right. Uh, because you're pushing poetry as much as your poetry and getting oh, yeah, people absolutely. to raise their absolutely. consciousness. It's not, a, yeah. it's not an award for the self. It's a social, yeah. it's a social position. You've got to serve your public and serve the arts in that, in that community. And I think that's, that's important. That's key. Well, I'm amazed when I see poet laureates in 
they are so committed around the world, some of these people. They are like, you know, some of them are put, put in prison camps and, you know what I mean? It's, uh, but I'm always amazed that like how men, real men in certain countries like Scotland, Ireland, even Bulgaria, where poetry is like a national sport. You know, and they have, maybe Bulgaria is the wrong, but I know there's some of those Eastern Europe's where it's very important. And the men come to work in Ireland and they stop and do poetry for breakfast and everybody, oh, huzzah, huzzah. Poetry, poetry in a Guinness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. poetry in a Guinness for yeah. breakfast. <laughs> that should be us. They're the same thing. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Are they with us or against us? That's yes, the way yes, I say yes, it. Yes, you know? yes, yes. Well, that's fantastic. Now, um, you also, um, are you... Are you coming up on... You said 28 years. I'm sorry. Soon, yeah, the, be a, the show's yes. just finished. I was thinking you were coming on your 30th. The but 28th almost, year. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, 30th, two years off. That's going to be a biggie. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, well, I'd like to do something on that occasion. Yeah. Uh, or maybe we'll put it off to the 50th. I don't know. No, come uh, on. The 30th is... Because then they'll be even more ready for the 50th. Yeah, that's, the there, there you go. That's yeah. the attitude. Now, I'm that's, coming up on my... Attitude. Speaking of reading, I'm coming up on my thousandth column in the Gloucester Times. Are you really? So, yeah. Although I actually am taking a little time off right now because I had my hip replaced and I was kind of out of it for a couple of months and I'm sort of coming back. The hip replacement works, doesn't it? Unbelievable. But it's not really a pleasant process. No. It's not. Oh, have my, you done it? My left, my left tip was replaced five years ago. Oh, wow. Where? Uh, MGH. There you go. They're really good at it. I did it at the Baptist, which is like that. It's like a little English railroad. But it runs, like, perfectly on time because there's no ER. There's no gunshot cases. So it's only orthopedics. And, but the difference between 13 years ago when I did my left and now when I did my right I was home in less than 24 hours from when yeah. they stuck me. They kick you out right yeah, away. Right away. Yeah, yeah. And 13 years ago, they had the, I got out in three days, and that was early, really early, because they said usually five days. Yeah, they had me, as soon as I woke up, yeah. they wanted me out of bed. Yeah. And walking on a, I couldn't uh, believe on, that. On a walker. I said, no, I yeah. don't want to. <laughs> yes. I said, no, no. You got to. Get up, get up. They, get they, up. They, when they wheeled me up to the thing, there was my room. They, they go like, here's your crutches, there's your bed. And I'm like, what? Because 13 years ago, I didn't hit the ground for three days. But this time when I hit the ground, I was still doing the surgery drugs, so it kind of mushed everything tighter in. Yeah. And then when I was in bed, my recovery was so much faster. Yeah. I, I was surprised at how it wasn't, I don't want to say easy. No. But I was surprised no. at how smooth it was. Yeah. And I regretted waiting so long. I know. You said I was, I I was living on the leaves. Yeah. Oh. I was still running. Oh. So I had two oh. or three leaves an hour before I ran. Yeah. And I have two or three leaves after <laughs> I ran. And he, they said that, you know, that masking oh. is really... Oh, that's right. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, this time, the whole trick is not to get hooked on the opiates, the opioids. Yeah. And five years ago, there was no consciousness, so they probably gave you as much as you wanted. I re well, people would throw uh, drugs at you, opiates oh, yeah. or... Um, Anti-inflammatories. Uh, Anti-inflammatories anti yeah. and... Um, uh, antibacterial. Uh, oh right, uh, for the infection thing. For, for infection. And then when you go to the dentist, you got to take your antibiotics. For Amoxicillin. Because, yeah. yeah. And they're going, well, why? They say, oh, because of the dental hip connection. I said, oh. Yeah. In Colorado, where my mother lived and had her two both hips done, they don't do that. And I'm going, well, how, why don't the people die? Well, they don't believe in it out there. I'm saying, okay. Must be that mountain air. <laughs> yeah, I was told by the uh, people at MGH to. Do take, it. Take the rest it. of your life. The dentist yeah. said I didn't have to. I said, no, I'm yeah. going 
I'm going to believe. We have a neighbor who didn't, and he was on a cruise, and uh, he got a dental infection, and his hip that he had, had done got all infected. Inf and they had to take a helicopter him to Alaska. You know, it was an Alaska cruise to bring him to land to get operated on. It's like crazy. Yeah, so that's where I am religious about taking my antibiotics when I go to the dentist. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, um, I remember when I was, you know, our half of our adult life, they used to throw antibiotics at you. Oh, just, and now they're very yeah. worried necessarily yeah. about overdoing uh, it. Uh, overdoing it well, because it's a lot of resistant strains. Well, how about uh, I did 13 years ago where there was no anti, uh, there was no uh, opioid question. They gave me 180 Vicodin, and then they gave me another 180. And by then, I realized I am getting hooked because now I'm in the second month or I mean, whatever. And they were, you know, you took two every four or six hours. And uh, so then they said again, do you want another 180? And I said, no. I said, no, I'm breaking them in half and I'm trying to wean myself into stretching out the time period. And this time they gave me 40 and they said, take one every four hours. So that was enough basically for one week. Because seven times six yeah. is 42. Yeah. So they're, then they let me have another one, and then I didn't even ask for the third. But that's all they would let me have. They're stingy now. Yeah, very, very probably stingy. a good thing. But uh, I think so. But, you know, if you've yeah. got a, uh, oldsters like us who aren't in danger of oh, uh, yeah. kid getting hooked, we have to yeah. pay the price for a lot of abuse. That's right. And I, uh, I, uh, I'm very aware that they're stingy with that. When I had a, yeah. uh, I was in ER for a, a kidney stone a few years ago, and they gave me some to leave, they gave me some Vicodin. And that kidney stone stuff was so painful. painful. I hoarded a couple. Oh, the so Vicodin, that yeah. If I ever, oh. ever had that kidney thing yeah. uh, happen Because they were again, instant, with, they're, they're, the yeah. Vicodin. I mean, it was yeah. like five minutes, and you right. were like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The problem with us, all of us, is that we tend to think we're out of the woods a little too soon. And like two days ago, I was doing all this work for my wife. I was clearing this land where we're having this solar thing put in. And I, I woke up yesterday, I couldn't even move. And then I realized, plus I went sailing and I moved two boats and I said, I realized, no, you're an old man and you gotta wait. Most of it's waiting. But I want to ask you, did you ever use either your kidney stone or the hip or anything like that? Do you use any of that for poetry? Is that? I've got a couple of medical poems yeah. about uh, cancer because I, I, uh, I had leukemia. Oh. Uh, and I've got some poems about, uh, uh, some fun, fun poems about the embarrassments of, uh, oh. of, uh, treatment of going through yeah. treatment. Uh, oh, yeah. I can't remember the whole poem, but it's yeah. about, uh, one is about uh, uh, being completely defenseless and you're naked in a Johnny. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. The, and, the, and the doctor's calling you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> what you really need. But you, need you really little, are. Little, yeah. Give me a little dignity, please. A little dignity. And yet, oh, my God. It's like yeah, your dignity is totally. The, you're like a piece you of meat. Yeah. You're a piece of meat in the hospital, even though they're calling you, sir, and it's all about you. It's yeah. still, you know, this thing. Like, uh, a nurse once called me cute. And I knew, boy. This is deep bullshit here. This is really <laughs> well, <laughs> but I was, considering you had cancer and a kidney stone and a hip, you are cute. <laughs> so, yeah, well. Because yeah. you look terrific for, uh, as I say, your age, yeah, right, which I'm right. right behind yeah, you. There's a nice line. Yeah. It's not mine. There are three periods in life. Youth, middle-aged, and you're looking good. <laughs> I, don't, I, wish, I wish I had written that. I <laughs> wish I had written line. that. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, well, now back to inspiration. Um, do you, wh what is inspiration for you? How do most of your 
your greatest hits begin inspiration-wise? Wow, that's that's tough. Yeah, uh, the poems that come sort of suddenly and automatically yeah. come without warning, and they can be. I finished one not too long ago about worms because I saw some worms in the park while I was okay. walking, and just it was just there. It's not a right. bad poem. So it wasn't um, you reflecting on the future then? Good. Yes, <laughs> yes. And some other uh, other poems you feel like you're obliged to write. They're yes. a little tougher. When you, you gotta, have the one that comes to you and is, you just have to spit it out, do you just write it down right then and there because you know you won't remember it later? Oh, absolutely. you got it because that's what absolutely. I find. If you don't write the point down, then... Yeah, you can't say, oh, well, I'll remember I'll that. remember that. Because you won't. You, you won't. never do. You, you no, won't. no. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then you have to be suspicious that that feeling yeah. that you get some wonderful poem yeah. might be just a Too feeling. Easy. Yeah, right. And it might be junk. Yeah. So you got to put it, write it down, yeah. but put it away, look at it in a week. That's right. Uh, a week later, Rather, and sometimes, yeah. oh, my God, that's not bad. Or what were you thinking? Well, did you find, do you find that in general your best poems are ones that just, bleh, like throwing up, it comes out and you didn't even change a word or you changed one as opposed to ones where you just worked it and worked it and worked it because you knew what you wanted to say but you had to build the thing to get there. Or both? Is that? I, I think both. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be the best judge of which are the best poems. Yeah, right. Because uh, <laughs> okay. yeah. you got to be suspicious as yeah. I said before. If it feels really, really good, that yeah. doesn't mean it's a really good poem. Yeah. Oh, well, uh, good so you got to separate yeah. yourself and look yeah. at it as a stranger later yeah. and put it away. And so, so one that might be so easily accessible early on, people might say, no, his greatest works are ones where you have to really figure right, out what right, he's saying. Right, right, Oh. And wow. I've had people come up and say, this is a wonderful poem, my God. I'd, and I think, oh, that's, that's, a, that's yeah. one of my, my D-list poems. <laughs> yes. I, maybe I'll look at that again. Yeah. You know? oh, well, are there any that you've done recently enough that you would spout one out right now? Uh, no. Okay. No, I understand. I, I should have yeah. brought something, yeah, but I, I and I've I've rarely memorized uh, any of my poems. Well, now how about plays? Do you have another idea, or does have any occurred to you? I have a couple going. Yeah. One one was a winner at, at the uh, Firehouse uh, uh, short play con- competition in oh. 2017. Yeah. It was presented in 2000 about a year ago. And they're out of business. Uh, no, Firehouse. Firehouse is going strong. It still is. I All thought right. they turned it into condos. No. With a restaurant underneath. That's what someone said to me. Well, uh, the, the theater's going. I don't know if they, they're if locale. Yeah, locale. Yes, okay. I, I don't know if they're the same building. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it was presented there. It was called uh, um, uh, the Early Bird Special. Oh. And um, that's, that was a, f- a finalist at the Tennessee Williams competition, nice. and it was a winner up there. And uh, it was a finalist at the Strawberry Festival oh. in New York. Yeah. And it's, it's out again. Good for you. Uh, so, and I'm continuing to work on that. It's about ah. a f- half hour, 40 minute play. I wrote a play called Crazy Moon, and it was a musical, and it just sort of grew on me, and I didn't know the end when I started writing, because that's always the question I ask my wife, who's got three books now, and I always say, like, do you have it fully conceived in your head, or are you building the story as you go? And usually the answer is sort of both, as yours yeah, is, too. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I, what I wanted to say was... Um, the play I wrote was a, an hour. It was a musical. And um, I was so happy with it. It ran four times, and then we doubled it to eight, and then we did 16 because it kept selling out. And afterwards, people said, oh, are you going to do another one? I said, no, that's it, because I, I put everything into that. And when I wrote the next one, it was going to kind of be derivative of that one. So I said, it's going to take me 10 years to get around so that a whole new idea is in there. It was really a very... Um, 
It takes a lot of a lot of energy and a lot of thought. Yeah. yeah. And then once you get it up, you have to realize what doesn't work and then tweak it back to, yeah. to finding stuff right, that was. Right, right. But I had the strangest thing happen to me that was, and this will happen to you sometime, but I did the play. And then this guy who was my very, very good friend for 20 years came and his girlfriend had said, this guy stole my mother's uh, and my relationship. And you know how they say that thing, like any semblance to a real person is merely coincidental. Yeah. You know, you see that as a disclaimer. It happened. And then they didn't, wouldn't even talk about it. They wouldn't even, uh, they just did it over the email saying, you have, you know, totally fouled the relationship by stealing my girlfriend's <laughs> life and his, her relationship with my mother. I was going, what did we steal? First of all, I didn't even write that part. My, my wife had written that part. And uh, at some point, it was just so bizarre. Well, you do see these, uh, these disclaimers. Nobody, yeah. this is focused completely yeah. fiction. And then yeah. you read later that somebody is suing <laughs> yes. the yeah, author. Because, because since that happened to, to their yeah, mother yeah, or whatever. Yeah, right. yeah. And the part that she had written was so bizarre and so crazy about Africa and a game warden and the parents, her adopted parents getting killed when they went down to check the game thing and then the heroes working her way home. And I'm going, well, how did we steal that from your mother's life? Was she in a game warden? Was she in a game preserve in Africa? But they wouldn't talk about it. And then I learned, you know, that's what people say. I mean, Spielberg and those people, they must have people trying to sue them all the time. You know, it's like, sure. you stole my life. So, all right, well, we are almost out of time. What else do you want to say yeah. about Gloucester? Gloucester. Uh, or you. Here, or I've been here for 45 years. I plan on being here another 45. I love it. Uh, we'll be in, uh, how many shows will that be? I don't know. Yeah, right. Think of it. We'll be a thousand. Six, 700 yeah, something right. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's never exhausted. The people I interview are really interesting. Yes. Whether they, you know, whether it's their third novel and they're nationally uh, famous yes. or whether it's their... Third uh, poem somewhere. I re I want. I remember once. This isn't connected directly with the show, but I remember once coming down the corridor at North Shore Community College. Oh. And I saw a student of mine, and she was ecstatic. I'd never seen anybody at that school so happy. Yeah. I, I asked her what happened. I thought maybe she'd yeah. won the lottery. Yeah. She just had an article published in the Pennant, the North Shore Community College newspaper, <laughs> and she it was. She saw her name yeah. in the byline. That, she that, was really. Really, yeah. genuinely happy, and I see that with a lot of my guests. Oh, I'll bet. they're they're getting published. They're writing the and and, and they're they're analyzing right. their lives. And you know, this and, what and I it's wonderful to, say. to see that river is getting stronger, not weaker. The river of new authors going by, where you say like, there's always new people trying to write, and they're always new. The river keeps growing for yeah. you, where you yeah. can fish in that river yeah. to find the good stuff. Of course, you have to read it. And that's important, you know. Oh, yeah, you have to know what you're talking yeah. about. Now, do you read um, the thing after you've selected the guest, or often you'll read something and say, I've got to track that guest down? Usually now, uh, they come to me. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway full for next season oh, already. already. Do you ever say, well, I, used to have I read your book and I don't know if I want to do this? No. Okay. No, you, no, no. Yeah, because no. no. you can work any, any level of writer. Even well, if it's I, a, I think so. It's yeah. a community service. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I wait for Nobel Prize uh, winners to come along, yeah. I'm not going to have any shows. Yeah. And so, uh, I, and I think everybody has some kind of talent and ability. They're trying to find it. That's right. If I can help them do that, right. then it's, the writer's block has done its yeah. job. And not everybody is a finished, perfect end of my career. I know exactly what I want to do, author. So Good, you know, to no, see them no. come along the ways, and you could spot an early talent who five years from now might be a middle yeah, talent. Yeah, yeah, that's great. 
No, All right. no I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be doing this Well, show. you're the master of three mediums because you do the poetry on the page, you've done the play on the stage, and you do this ephemeral thing called a TV show where you have to make it up out of the, the vapors. And yeah. uh, it's, yeah. it's really interesting, all three of your mediums. So well, that's why I wanted to get you because now I can put you in the hot seat. It's been fun. It's yeah. been fun. It's all right, John fun. Ronan, you are fabulous. And, Whoa. Uh, I want to uh, also thank I didn't my... pay him to, this, to yeah, say yeah. that. No, I did you are. Him. And a good guest, and I think we had a lively conversation. Becky Tober, thank you so much for engineering for us. And everybody dance, because it is Fishtown Local signing off.